This is the Horse Radio Network. This is episode 119 of Horse Tip Daily, a different horse tip, a different equine topic, a different equestrian expert every day. Horse Tip Daily brings the world of equine knowledge to you one day at a time. Enjoy today's tip. Glenn the Geek back with you from Lexington, Kentucky, and welcome back to Horse Tip Daily. Well, today we have returning with us Elizabeth McMillan. She's the founder of EquestrianProfessional.com. EquestrianProfessional.com is the site for people in the horse business. It's a website that provides affordable horse business education and marketing tools specifically for horse professionals. They have a huge article index, a download library, and online calculators, how-to videos, member forums, teleseminars, and they're doing always doing all kinds of stuff over there to help you make your horse business better. And you know, all of us in the horse business are in business in one form or another. There's lots of us that just have horses in our backyard, but there's also many of us that board a horse here or there or, or give lessons and things like that, so that makes us in the horse business. Uh, we'll have Elizabeth on with us to provide some valuable tips to help build your horse business through, as as we go out throughout 2010. She's been kind enough to join us on a regular basis, providing these tips that we hope will help you be more profitable in this wonderful industry. So here's Elizabeth. Well, hi, Elizabeth, and welcome back to Horse Tip Daily. It's always fun to speak with you. Hi, Glenn. It's good to speak to you, too. You know, you run EquestrianProfessional.com. It's a website that uh, is for uh, horse business owners and people who run horse businesses. And it's always fun because this has been an area that I've been working in, obviously, for a long time. And uh, enjoy enjoy it, enjoy chatting about it. So what do you have for us today? Uh, what I have for you today is a tip about um, the importance of following up. So it's a tip about not losing business through lack of a follow-up. And I have some statistics for you. And I bet you it's 80%. Yeah, well, it's close. Is it really? Uh, it's close. Because <laughs> yeah. I know I'm terrible at following Everybody's bad at following up. That's just a thing. Everybody's bad at follow-up, and follow-up is super, super important. Right. And we're going to go through some examples here, which I think you're going to find fun. I'm going to cringe right, is so, what I'm going to do, because I know I'm bad at it, too. So... <laughs> Jay Conrad Levinson, the guy who wrote um, all the guerrilla marketing stuff, he's estimated that 68% of mainstream business that's lost is lost due to lack of a proper follow-up. And, you know, that's like almost 70%. And, and while that seems, you know, really substantial, I bet, you know, for mainstream, I bet it's even higher for horse businesses. And so why is the follow-up so important? Follow-up shows people that you care about them. It shows that you're trustworthy. Um, it shows that you take responsibility for your business and for having them as a client seriously. And it, it shows also that I think that you're a capable leader because when you follow up, you're taking a leadership role of bringing the client or a potential client through, you know, through the, pro- the sales process and it progresses the sale. So follow-up is pretty important. And I'm going to give some examples because I think that this is how it tends to happen in the horse business. All right. So Barney gets a call about regarding boarding and training, but the owner of Barney regularly forgets to check their email and doesn't respond for several days. Okay. The message that this gives to the client is that Barney does, isn't very responsible with their business and probably won't be very responsible when taking care of their horse. 
Would you agree? I totally agree. Okay. Barn B, on the other hand, they hit the reply button, and they send them a price list and a short little form letter type email that states if the client is still interested to contact the stable a second time. And the problem with this is that it's better than what Barn B did, but it shifts the responsibility of the follow-up to the client. And that's not a good thing. Um, it, it kind of, the impersonal response also will tend to make the client feel that Barn B is somewhat indifferent to them. Um, and when you shift the responsibility back to the client, it, it clearly sort of reflects on your leadership abilities. And when it comes to horse care, somebody and a trainer, somebody is generally looking for a good leader. All right. Yeah. I, so that's, yeah, that's Barn B. Yep. Barn C has good intentions of following up and responds with a personal email to the client that states they'd like to meet them and they schedule a, a tour and schedule a tour of the barn, all that type of thing, and that they're going to call them to do that. But unfortunately, being a horse trainer and being as busy and distracted as horse trainers are often, Barn C forgets to call the client back. Okay, now how, if you think about this, how many times do you know this type of thing happens? Happens a lot. Yeah, a lot. Um, yeah. <laughs> so the thing is, with Barn C, they've taken responsibility and they've shown that they've cared. They've taken a leadership role, but then they self-sabotage themselves by breaking their word to the client and eroding the trust. Now, Barn D responds to the email quickly, initiates the, fo- the follow, you know, the, re- the relationship building process, gets the client out to the barn for a tour, um, takes them on the tour, and then just doesn't set a further follow-up. So they just start waiting for the client to call them. And yeah, that's... They haven't set up the know, close at all. There's not... Uh, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So what's, what's happened in, in each of these cases, and I think any of us who have run barns or, or done business with barns have experienced all four of those scenarios. And what should happen is that in sales and in your business, you want to follow up until the sale is completed. And in order to do that, you're going to want to take control of the follow-up, meaning that Barn D, they did everything right except the very last thing, which is that they needed to make sure they had a way to contact the client and follow up again. And even if that client didn't move to their barn, what they may want to do is put that client on a, their mailing list so that they periodically send out, you know, if they're having a Christmas party, an invitation to the Christmas party or if they're having a clinic, an invitation to the clinic, but something that just stays in touch with any potential client for as long as you are able to. That's what good follow-up is about. And it, what, it is so important, you know, and it, it's important in whatever your business is. <laughs> you use the barn, and I think that's a graphic example because anybody that's boarded has run into that. Absolutely, and anybody who's looked for boarding for their horse. Yes, Definitely. Yeah. And you know what? We're all lax because we say, well, we don't want to bug them and all of that stuff. You know, what you said is so true. You know, you're a barn owner and you say, well, they came out and I think they really like the place, but I don't want to bother them. I don't want to be a pest. If you call them back one time and talk to them, they're going to realize that you do care. And what you said, that you're going to care about their horses and that you care enough to call them back. And that you care enough about getting their business, that means a lot. I think you're not going to be bothering them. It's just going to be the opposite. 
Absolutely. Now, if you call I, them a hundred times and they keep saying no, that's a different story. But, um, but th- that follow-up call tends to really, really mean a lot to clients because it's you have to see things from the client's point of view. And moving to a new barn is stressful. And one of the things that a client needs to feel is that they're being welcomed into your community, which is your barn. Well, and you know, and I, some clients are hesitant. You know, and I and think I you can do it in such a way that you're not calling them up. I, there's a way to do it, and you're not calling yeah. them up and saying, "Are you going to come to my barn or not?" Um, you're calling them up and saying, you know, I really enjoyed meeting you, and I wanted to call and see if there was any follow-up questions that you had. That's how you handle that call. Exactly. Yeah. And, you know, there, there is... Therein, therein lies the importance of the follow-up. Yep. I couldn't agree more, and I am guilty, you're guilty, everybody's guilty Everybody's of that. guilty of it. Yeah. <laughs> so it's just a reminder for all of us. And you know what? It's just a matter of doing it. And, it, you know, it's just, you have to do it. Uh, we... Well, I think, too, one of the things I find really helps people, and we have a tool on the site for this, it's, a, um, it's, it's creating a follow-up policy that can really help. If you have policies set up around when somebody calls, for example, about boarding or training, and you have outlined your follow-up policy of that, you know, first they respond to with a phone call, then they respond to with this, and then like that, and you actually have a step-by-step follow-up, that will help you a lot. And so that also, you know, like after you have followed up, say, the third time and maybe, you know, they're either at that point they have become a client and they need all the, you know, boarding agreements and that type of thing, or they've decided that they're not going to become a client, but you intend to stay in light contact with them. You want to have those things outlined, and we have some tools on the site to help you do that. Well, that's great. And the site is equestrianprofessional.com. Stop over there. Definitely sign up for the free newsletter. Uh, That's worth doing. There's lots of good information that comes in there. Uh, Take a look around the site. They also have a member side that's very inexpensive and that provides additional benefits to you as well. Well, this has been great, Elizabeth, and we're looking forward to having you back again on Horse Tip Daily. I think that people are going to learn a lot. And, and it, you know, we, we, a lot of people already know this stuff. It's just you need to be reminded. <laughs> so, yeah, we all do. Yeah, we all, we all do. know follow-up's a good idea, but you know, do we do it? Nah, 70% <laughs> apparently don't. So uh, it's, it's just good to be reminded. Well, we'll talk to you again soon. Thanks a lot, Glenn. All right. Well, thanks to Elizabeth for joining us again. That is a great tip about following up. It's something that, uh, as I said there, I'm, I'm pretty bad at as well. So I'm sure that I'm not the only one out there in the horse world that, that uh, it's not their favorite thing to do and something you always just put off. And it's just so it's probably the most important thing that we could do. So thanks, Elizabeth, and we'll have her back again. She provides some very helpful, very insightful tips. Stop over to equestrianprofessional.com. And don't forget to stop by our website at horsetipdaily.com for our show notes with the links to all the experts and all the tips. You can go back and listen to these. They're not timely. You know, you can listen to these tips at any time. So go back. We have hundred and almost 120 of them now in the can. So you can just, uh, if you're truly bored on a trip or cleaning stalls, just go back and download them all and take a listen. And don't forget to check out all the great shows on the Horse Radio Network at horseradionetwork.com. Well, I'll be back again tomorrow with another new expert and a different horse tip. Until then, stay safe and warm, everyone. <laughs>